Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Get access to actionable news and market research with all the information you need to invest smarter and profit faster. Start your free trial today at pro.benzinga.com. Coming to you live from downtown Detroit, this is Benzinga's Pre-Market Prep. Good morning, everybody. Live from the Motor City, welcome to Pre-Market Prep. Spencer Israel, Dennis Dick, Joel O'Connor will be on in a second. We are not going to space this morning, and that is okay, but we're here with you to have some fun and talk about stocks. Uh, question of the day, turnaround Tuesday, maybe? We bounced overnight? That's the question. Talk about it. Uh, we'll talk NVIDIA. We'll talk space. Obviously, Bezos is going to space. E minus one hour for the expected liftoff time. Uh, we're live streaming that, by the way, also on our channel. Um, we'll talk IBM. They had great earnings last night. We'll talk JB Hunt. Uh, and we'll take questions from our chat. Nick Shaheen is <clears throat> He will join the show at 8.35. He uh, runs Create Income with Options Spreads, also runs the options um, side of Benzinga Pro. And uh, that's the that's the uh, that's the point of today's show. Really, the, that's the that's the topics we're going to talk about, and the theme of the show again: turnaround Tuesday. Uh, maybe we'll talk some bond stuff. I know bond yields are doing some weird things, as Joel put it this morning in our prep call. Nothing is really agreeing with anything, which is kind of weird. Oh, well, maybe we'll talk a little crypto as well because crypto can't seem to catch a break. Bitcoin futures are now twenty nine thousand. Anyway, let's bring Joel on here, and we'll go over some levels in the pre market session. Uh, Joel, turn around Tuesday. Am I right or am I right? Uh, so far, and uh, boy, market caught a bid late in the session yesterday. Never even seen that closing price of fifty one fifty. Pre market low forty two fifty five. We've cleared the interday high from Monday, and I guess just the question is, is can we get back to 4,300, stabilize a little bit to make a challenge of uh, that all-time high? Uh, crude, whew, down five and a half bucks, up 17 cents. Ah, that's not a bounce in my book. Uh, crude, uh, 66.08 low, up 17 cents to 66.52. Uh, gold and silver going uh, t- well, going the same direction today, you have silver up uh, about a nickel at twenty five nineteen. Uh, you also have gold trading in the green just by a little bit, holding that eighteen hundred dollar level. Uh, gold is trading up uh, eight eighty at eighteen eighteen. That's a nice round, a lot of eights in there. Uh, Bitcoin, whew, just a slow leak here, down eleven forty on the futures at twenty nine thousand five fifty. It kind of looks like a test of that. What was that low? It uh, t- just under twenty nine thousand. That looks like that's on the horizon. A lot of lower lower highs in Bitcoin, Ethereum. That's going the same way. That's down sixty two dollars and fifty cents. That's just hanging out on the low of the move too. So uh, cryptocurrencies, uh, just not what they used to be. Uh, Triple D uh, back in the saddle today. Uh, a rough day yesterday, but it took a while, but. 
finally the buy the dippers came came to the rescue. They always come to the rescue, Joel. I mean, they came to the rescue in the first minute in NVIDIA, though, and that thing turned around on a dime. We suspected that it might get the run-up ahead of the split. It's exactly what happened yesterday. Open at the lows. I mean, on an adjusted basis, you can look at it. Um and obviously, you know, the, the charts, because uh, it's post-split here this morning. But if we're talking from yesterday, it was 7.15 in the pre-market when we were talking about the potential run-up for the split. That thing ran 40 points in the first hour, up to 7.55. Closed near up there. Was up again after hours. I did make a little bit of money on it. I'm out of it now. Um, typically, what you do see is the stocks open strong the day of the morning of the split, and then they tend to give it back. Not going to say this is textbook, but so far it has been textbook, at least with yesterday's action. Let's see what happens. I mean, obviously, it's a it's a market stock. It's a heavy weight in a lot of major indexes. But just if other things being equal and you're just looking at a post-split action, they typically open strong and close weak. We'll see if that happens with NVIDIA today. But that would be my quantitative prediction. And, uh, you know, just with it, uh, you know, doing that four for one split, it just, you know, you look at the chart and then like, like before, you know, when the 580 to 830 run looks crazy. But when you look at this and you look at the pullback now and you start to shape up the technicals, you say, hey, you know, that low uh, from yesterday, 178.66, that chimes with two other lows. Uh, but I think the number that you uh, that um, everyone will be keeping an eye on in Nvidia is this is called 191. That splits Friday's high and the high from yesterday, uh, right in between. So you get that, then you start to get in. You know, things open up cl- uh, closer to 200. Uh, but chart looking good. That was your call yesterday. It actually traded uh, 711 in the pre-market. Uh, which equivalates to 178. And look at that. Uh, the bottom left chart here, uh, we talked about you know the pre-market low and whether or not they take out those levels. Well, yeah. it didn't. And yeah. if you were trying to buy it at the pre-market low, then uh, <laughs> you got shut out. But uh, even if you didn't strike off the open and you waited till they came back up through the open, Man, you had a love of the lean on there. Uh, yeah. Big day, big volume. Uh, we'll see what happens today. It's all about a catalyst. I mean, we talk about this with our trading all the time and having a catalyst to lean on and looking at that. I was long space overnight just for an overnight trade because like, well, you know what? They're going to be talking about it. It's actually pulled back in Virgin Galactic now. Maybe people are nervous ahead of, obviously, this is Blue Origin, nothing to do with SPCE, but we know space shareholders are going to be watching Blue Origin. We're going to get the flight at 9 o'clock. Um, it was trading over 33 this morning, so I sold it. Um, just my overnight trade, it worked out well too. But those little, this alpha to extract from just being ahead of a catalyst, even when it's, this isn't the company. I mean, this is not even you know the same company, but it's really the public play and the closely, most closely related to it. So we'll see what happens. But I mean, SPCE likely to move, you know, at 9 a.m. Um, you know, we don't know the direction. Obviously, if the flight's successful, um, you know, or the flight's not successful. I mean, you know, just meaning maybe it doesn't launch or maybe, it does, you know, different things could happen. Um, but, you know, SPC is going to be trading off of that. But SPC is pulling in right now. Oh, wait, right, so three. two things, Dennis. Oh. Uh, one, um, were you the, the guy that paid the 28 mil and then um, had a scheduling conflict? <laughs> that was hilarious. I was I was wanted to bring that up here. So I paid 28 million and then couldn't go? They had it. That's, that's what they said. They said they had a scheduling conflict, i.e., they're way, they're, they're way too scared to go. 
they, they, they won. Did they get their money back? Uh, oh, they're going uh, on a different flight. It's, it's oh, going. They're, it's going to, they're going to go on the first one. It's going to charity. Oh, yeah. anyway, so they don't want to go to the first one. No, no. So it, I don't understand. This is like there's no pilot on this. How does this work? It's all automated. That's scary as hell. So what if something goes wrong? It's like, okay, Basil's going to take over the controls. We'll land this thing. (laughs) It's completely automated. Wait, real fast. Before we move too far away from NVIDIA, uh, I just... Oh, man, now I forget. Uh, The the fair value based on the close... uh, Oh, my God. I I had the The number. adjusted split price? You didn't write it down. Yeah. looking for the adjusted split price? Yeah. 187.79.75. 187.80. Yep. Uh, round rounding here. One eighty seven eighty is okay. the approximate close. So we are yeah, we're trading two dollars uh, above that this morning. Yeah, so, which is typical, but like I said, what you often see happening is see some strength pre market. You might even see it open, but a lot of times they leak it and end up closing red. So I'd be careful buying it now. I think the smart money is more selling it now. The money was made yesterday, the easy run up ahead of it. It was a five percent move ahead of the event. Yeah. Uh so is textbooks, textbook. And if they're if they're still gonna follow the textbook. The stock's going to trade up a little bit of the pre-market, continue to leak. Where? How? Bring back the NVIDIA chart. How high have we been in the pre-market, Joel? Uh, let's bring that up here. Um, I would imagine we were higher. Oh, I wonder I if we got to that earlier. one. Oh, we got to, oh, we got to 192. You know what the 4 a.m. traders, because they're screwing up, oh. and they got orders out there. That's why. Dennis, let's get up tomorrow at like 345. 4 a.m. traders screw everything up. Let's do it. I mean, there's some people on the other side of those trades. So there's some smart 4 a.m. traders, the one that shorted that. Remember, shorting is evil. (laughs) Uh, But the person who shorted that stock to the 191 buyer, 191 and a half buyer this morning, congratulations. Great call. Yeah, 192.01. So Uh, I'd I'd be surprised if it doesn't go red today. Okay. That, yeah, that's that, my call. So as, as bullish as I was yesterday, wow. I'm not equally bearish today, but the event is now over. It is post-split. We like something to look forward to. You no longer have that to look forward to. I have no position in NVIDIA right now. I can freely talk about it. Uh, but if I was to have a position, it would be short. Um, and then the other, uh, you, you alluded to, um, uh, you know, the effect for uh space in Virgin Galactic and I, and what I heard for the three minutes that I could um, tolerate CNBC this morning is the pricing, you know, what's going to be the pricing to go, you know, and they're waiting for, you know, obviously if this goes super well, then, you know, they're going to want, this is obviously to, you know, step up commercial flights and get, yeah. you know, so, you know, what's the, what's the pricing? I, who knows? I mean, you couldn't pay me 350k to hop in that. Well, thing. you've said that, Joel, and you know, there's a lot of people that. I think who's the big names? There's some big names signed up. Isn't Tom Cruise on there? There's some big names, and yeah. maybe that's for you know Virgin Galactic. There's obviously going to be well, two. To Dennis's point, I'm sure there there's there is a difference between going on a flight that has pilots and a flight that doesn't, right? So Virgin Galactic has because Virgin Galactic um, has like a uh, like a almost like a shepherd plane right um i, I don't know how to describe yeah, they do it's an extra right, yeah. right. and they have uh, pilots on that and there are no pilots on this on this launch today so maybe maybe there's that i, I don't know i mean there, there are a lot of people that would that want to go i i mean I, I would go i would like to go i don't know if i have the guts to go but i i think it'd be amazing but then i found out it was only going to be up in space for a minute and a half on the virgin galactic and it wasn't that exciting it's like I'd pay three hundred grand to be up there for a minute. Not that exciting for you. 
because you're on the ground. Yeah, not man, exciting but... for the people that are. You in. guess you get the rocket. You, you know get what? All that you, excitement. Know, you know what? They should make a prerequisite like baby steps. You you have you should have have to go skydiving before this. I think baby, so. Baby I think steps. that's a good call. Baby steps to work up to to a space yeah. launch. You know what I saw? Went out to uh, went out to Rock Suburban um, show place on Friday because they were having a swim spa and. Uh, 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 hot tub, what like big exhibition. A swim spa. Yeah, is, I've never heard of a swim spa. Um, instead of getting a pool, right? That you have to build in the ground, and you can't, you know, and you can only use it, you know, when it's nice out. Yeah. Um, a swim spa. It's about nineteen feet. Um, and it has jets. Oh, it's one of those. Yeah, yeah. and you can, uh, and you can, uh, you know, get a workout in, and then it also has a. Um, it also you can also get a jacuzzi on it. So if you enclose it, then you can swim. You know, you can swim, work out year round on it. And uh, so that's it's swimming in place. They've really evolved over the years. But the reason I mentioned it is when we were going out there, was I saw a place on the side of uh, ninety six, and they're building a facility, and it said indoor skydiving coming soon. Huh. There you go. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah, they have a place around here already, I think. Yeah. Oh, how's that work? I don't know. It wasn't a very tall building. It's, it's probably all simulated. I don't it's all, say, probably all simulated, yeah. Yeah. But anyway, uh, anyways, the whole for... world's going to be simulated eventually. We'll eat simulated food and drink simulated beer and watch simulated hockey games in Canada, and it'll be real exciting. Well, Sim- we can... World of simulation. You know what? At least we can do it together starting August 9th, because that's when the borders reopening for people who got the vaccine. So okay, Matt let's Miller see. coming in with the ten bucks tip early. 10 bucks. Okay, well we gotta give a stock. What's a stock? It's the one that we're gonna talk about right now. Oh, you're you're gonna gonna to the bucks we were talking about anyways. <laughs> no, 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 no. I want to get to this. Let's get to it. He's gonna take his ten bucks back. He's taking his ten bucks back. Uh, stock of the day: Immunone. Your next COVID vaccine play. Immunone said they had an antibody cocktail that neutralized the Delta variant in pre-clinical testing. I M N M. I last looked at this. It was 20. That was a long time ago. Nice candle yesterday. Did they know this data was coming? Like, was this scheduled maybe? I don't know. You had it running up ahead of it because it went from, it was hit 1460 and then boom, closed 1664. Now the good news comes out up 30%. So congratulations to people who were buying it yesterday. Uh, 2180. It's a nice move. Ugh. I would just say I'll take your level away from you, Joel. That 2357 high back on May the 28th. That's the first level of resistance. Um, these things are wild, though. It's a yep. smaller stock. It can do a lot of different things. I don't have the guts to short it, but I'm definitely not chasing it. Uh, I'll give you a zone just because, you know, you picked a good level in that 23.57. Uh, someone decided to stop this on a dime at 23. You backed off a buck 20. So let's see, pre-market high, 2294. So look at that area, 2294, 2350. If you look at potential profits above that, who knows? I mean, no, I mean, you talk about maybe people getting a little inkling into the data yesterday, but uh what the hell? I mean, February, you know, if you don't think this stock has some room on the upside, February all-time high, 6378. Something else to consider and happy just pointing this out is it this is a low float stock there are only 10 million shares about <sighs> give or take in the float uh so there's that to consider and there's also the fact that you can probably bank on an offering headline in the next couple of days right so 
two that's things. one thing to always consider. Fantastic point, Mr. Israel. When you get these smaller companies and they give positive trials, they got to finance the next round. And you often do see an equity offering in the next couple of days, and that knocks it back down. So just be careful. I mean, the thing, we're going to have a trading all day. You could go 23, you could go 25. Yeah. Just, I wouldn't want to hold it into the close for that reason. Um, um, because there often is that equity offering. Sometimes it's that very night. Sometimes it's the next night. But in the next couple of days, it would not surprise me either if you saw an offering. All right. So this is your probably your your big mover of the day. I'll I think it's number one on the leaderboard. Let me go look. Uh, at my... It is. It uh, is. Yeah. It top is. gainer. Mine, at least. Um, well, we got Q. No, NR. No, QUBT. I don't know what that one is, but, yeah, but that I, one's the leader that I got. It's up thirty six percent. No, but I, I filter. I filter out the super low price stuff. Yeah, and you know what? That's just been. Yeah, and that's trade like thirty one hundred shares. Yeah, so very not, small. That's not. I'm and then NRBO is another one, and it's up thirty six percent here this morning. So I'm not sure if there's news there or not. It's a little thicker though, so it's all it's pricing. You can get out actually three eighty. Just saying, it's more liquid than that other one was. But that's that's yeah. what's at the top of the board today. Yeah. Um, Lantern Pharma had some news. They're up big. Voxel Jet, VJet had some news. Uh, they're up big. Uh, anyway, okay. Uh, let's talk about, uh, speaking of big, let's talk about Big Blue, if we could here. Sure. Uh, IBM reported their strongest sales growth in three years today in the prior quarter. EPS beats the estimate $2.33 versus $2.29 estimate. Sales also beat 18.7 versus $18.29 billion. They gave some nice uh, guidance on the sales growth front for the rest of the year. They said their cloud revenue was up 13% last quarter, which was a good number. And it was all good for IBM. It, it kind of whipsawed a little bit on the initial headline, and then it just started coming up. So, And it's held fairly well, Joel. You know you often see whipsaw action, but this is not the case if we look at this after-hours chart. It's been hanging and hugging around this 142 area for the better part of the entire after-hours session and the pre-market there. So it kind of is finding a home of where it kind of wants to be. Obviously, once we get to the regular session, the big money comes in. Price can move. But right now, they're pricing this out around 142. And uh, it's holding. It's holding up. Did you get a chance? 136. Uh, it, it, it did tick down on the initial yeah, headline. It did. Yeah, it did. Look at all. I mean, in this, I just didn't make this up. I, I got to start putting the dates on these. Uh, when it went through that 136 off the earnings, it was like, you know, breakout. Is it finally going to do something? Yeah, yeah. IBM usually pops off earnings. Well, it did. And that nice run over 150 and then started to leak. And then you had a uh, change in the C-suite. And they did not like that at all. This was that big old down day. That really trapped the bulls here. Now, you did get up to just under 144, uh, 143.84. But my area of interest is going to be a little bit below that. And there was a pair of highs at 142, just under 142. So you are above that. And it's kind of a soft level because we've actually traded above it. But if you, if you can hold 142, challenge that, uh, you know, that pre-market high, and then you got to work through this candle. I mean, a lot of people did not see that coming. They got smoked and we get supply like that oversupply, boom, Less demand coming back up. So we'll see. Uh, all really good target if it could get to that 144, 146.95. So that's another four bucks away. But IBM uh, just came down to that old area, old monthly resistance, found support, bounced. 
while we're on it, we can also take a look at JB Hunt, uh, which had which it was a quiet day for earnings. It's a quiet morning for earnings as well. The big stuff will happen, you know, this afternoon, tomorrow, yeah, Thursday. Netflix, Netflix tonight. Right. But so JB Hunt last night uh, reporting uh, their their Q2 EPS beat, their Q2 sales beat. Um, no real surprise, obviously, right? Um, uh, U.S. economy in comeback mode and uh, demand sky. Where's the bounce? Where's the bounce? It's, it hasn't really been there, and it wasn't there after hours either. And we've been hammered into the report too. I mean, this is a reopening stock to a certain extent as well. Um, you know, it's a little bit of both, I guess, because obviously online shopping, I guess. But you know, JB Hunt Transport Major, it's a reopening play. One fifty-five. That's the level. That's the huge, absolutely super yeah. duper support level. Um, I don't think you even got close to there in the after hours session, but if you were to get down there, that would be the first level I would think it would bounce at. But not saying it's going there, just giving you a level. And you know, the other thing too that uh probably should have pounded more when we were talking about some of these transports, JB Hunt, also uh the airlines. And I know Frank Holmes said a lot of these airlines, you know, do hedging with the fuel cost and everything. But if you want to look like for another reason why, you know, these airline stocks, I mean, fuel is a huge expense, a huge component of it. And with that, you know, getting we were talking about gas prices this morning, and uh there you go. So maybe with you know, if you're looking for a bottom in these airlines, did hit some monthly levels yesterday. It hasn't been a very uh, fruitful uh, uh, play on the upside, but maybe if crude's coming off, you know, gets back to, you know, 60 bucks and help the airlines a little bit. I mean, I think the main thing, obviously, is the is the Delta variant and, you know, what the extent. It seems like everyone was worried about it yesterday. No one's worried about it today, so. A lot, of, a lot of different things that uh, have to be sorted out in this. Moment. I mean, yeah, it's it's the, what everybody's been talking about. And is this just you know the question is this just a snapback rally or is this you know um, or is this you know building on yesterday's afternoon rally and we're going right back to the highs? Still to be determined. Was yesterday's sell off overdone? Probably in the short term. I mean, some of these reopening stocks I even tweeted out are, are massively oversold. But you make a great point. I mean, there's a lot of things working against Carnival Cruise Lines. There's a lot of things working against the airlines right now. And the fuel cost, which nobody's talking about, is substantial as well. You were talking about filling up your car yesterday at the pumps. I mean, on the water in Canada, they're charging a buck sixty, a buck seventy a liter. I've never seen it that high. Really? So, you know, and then at the at the fuel, we're a buck thirty uh in Ontario for a liter. That's as high as we've been in a long time. So Fuel costs, you know, if we're paying a higher at the pumps, the airlines are paying higher prices. The cruise lines are paying higher prices. They're not having as many customers, obviously, on their ships and on their planes. So margins are getting squeezed there, too. It's not great news. So the fall in the USO yesterday is helpful, but is it enough? Uh, what day did uh, Carnival do their offering? And you know, the stock had hit that monthly resistance and then pulled back. And I, I'll, what I'm going to take, take a guess here. And I'm going to say offering. it was July. <laughs> no. Yeah, which one? Yeah. July 6th, maybe? No, they announced it uh, on uh, June 28th. Was June when, 28th. Um, wow. Is, is when they, they announced the, the most recent. Okay. It's been straight down since then too. I mean, this is just oh, it's oversold. There's no doubt, okay. but they got problems. There's no doubt. There's problems there too. One, 
not everybody's that excited to go on a cruise ship when there's this Delta variant flying around. So I don't know. Like it, it's kind of ground zero. We always talked when we were talking COVID before the stocks are going to hammer the most of the airlines and the cruise lines, even the casinos. Um, you know, that's where they were getting hit. The movie theaters were getting hit then too. But I, is Delta variant? Is it? You know, I mean, nobody knows the answer to this question, but I mean, that's the question that's got to be answered for the cruise lines. Are we, are one, you know, are are the vaccines fully, you know, they're all obviously helpful against it, but is this just going to continue to spread? Because it doesn't look like we're going to get it in check. It doesn't feel like we're going to just all of a sudden one day wake up and yeah, we beat COVID and it's gone forever. It feels like we're going to live with some type of variant for the foreseeable future and maybe for a long, long time. Is the Delta variant, they were asking the questions more on CNBC, is this, you know, as fatal as the original one was? You know, what are the answers to those questions? Because if it's just like a little bit worse than the normal flu, then that's not that bad. But if it's the fatality rate is as high as the original COVID was, then that's a major concern. So, I mean, that's the question that's got to get answered. And I don't know if the scientists have the answers for those questions yet. I, I, I remember, um, I don't know if, if, if it was Joel who said this, or it may, it may have even been Lisa when we had her on the show back a year ago. But she that that's what she was saying, right, Joel? She was like, we're probably going to live with this for, for years. Yeah. I, I remember her it's, saying It's that. obviously not going away. Remember I mean, we're, we're not. It's, 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 the problem is it's going to continue in this Delta variant apparently is more transmissible somebody was saying that you know one person can affect eight other people i mean it's very very transmissible and i guess you know there is people who are vaccinated that are still getting it too so it's not like the vaccinations are perfect but they're helping because apparently um you know the people who are getting sick uh really really sick are typically unvaccinated people so it's helping you fight it off better but I mean, if it comes down and it's just a little worse than the normal flu, this great reopening is going to happen. If it comes, if the Delta variant proves to be just as fatal and lethal as original COVID was a year ago, where it's killing one 1% of people who get it, that that's real bad for the cruise lines and the airlines. Because you know what? It's not going to be the Delta variant we're talking about next year. It's going to be the next variant. I mean, this thing is just not going to go away. Um the vaccines help, but there's going to be a large portion of the population that's never going to get vaccinated. They don't believe in it, um, which is, you know, not not for me. I mean, uh, obviously, I've been yeah, fully everyone, vaccinated. Everyone has a right to do. Everyone has their own, you know, and, and you know, we're not challenging that on this show. We're not going to get political on this show. But if the whole population, if there's a good chunk that's not vaccinated, or a good chunk, or if the vaccines aren't working perfectly, I can't envision how we just get rid of COVID. So we have to learn to live with it. But if you're learning to live with COVID, are we packing Disney World? Are we packing those cruise lines? I mean, I, I, it all depends, I guess, on how sick you get from it. If it's just like the normal flu, we probably get back to eventually what we were before 2019, before 2020, like some some type of normal. But if it's the fatality rate's higher, I don't think those cruise lines are going to get as packed as they used to be. I don't think Disney World's going to get as packed as it used to be, which turns me off a little bit on the Disney trade, which I've been talking about Disney at 170. It's getting darn close to there now. I, I don't know. I, it, there's so many unknowns, and that's where the whole market is right now. There's all unknowns, and that's why we're whipping around. And nothing, I mean, nobody has nothing the answers jives. to these questions. Nothing, are, are, we, are we overheating? Are we inflationary? Are interest rates going up? Or are Confusion. we... Or, or is the economy slowing and we need lower rates? I mean, 
no one knows what the hell's going on. That's and pretty it, much it. That pretty much sums it up. It's mass confusion all over the place. And that's why you're seeing the market, oh, we're up big one day and we're down big the next. And then they're looking, okay, well, let's buy the lockdown stocks like Peloton, ripping higher yesterday. Yeah. Um, Zoom would have ripped higher if it didn't have that deal. But the lockdown yep. stocks were ripping higher yesterday. Even some, um, you know, the, the, there was quite a few stocks. I mean, the old dogs. Rally. Late. Yeah. Late. Look at Kathy yesterday. I mean, she's full of, you know, a lot of, you know, tech into the growth tech and the money was flying back into those stocks yesterday after it was coming out the rotation is wicked on any given day the rotation is very very wicked so and if you're on the wrong side of it it's ugly and if you're on the right side of it it's awesome so i mean identifying that rotation early always seems to be critical today we've got yesterday morning we had like a everything sell-off and then they decided they wanted to buy the growth names and a lot of those closed green the kathy names uh, today we got an everything rally so we haven't seen the separation here yet um, you can look IWM up 0.8%, QQQ up 0.4%, cats and dogs living happily together. But, you know, we don't know what's going to happen here after the open. There's probably going to be separation again. And if, as a trader, you've got to identify those rotate that rotation for as early as you can. And that gives the opportunity to extract some alpha from, you know, the, from that rotation. We, we didn't even talk about the fact that, you know, the bond market is saying one thing. Entire, I mean, the bottom market is at its lowest point. Ten-year ten yields at its lowest point in, in what, five months? Five People months. People piled in the cash, Spencer. That's what it is. It's the fear trade. TLT is at a 151. Uh, uh, you know, you can say the Fed is behind, but it, it, it's the fear trade. I mean, and if, if you thought right. the Fed were raising interest rates, imminently raising interest rates, um, I, I, you're not piling yeah. into the TLT. So, I mean, th there's fear. There's actual, this is a fear trade that's been happening in the TLT. Fear that we don't know where it's going. I'm going to cash. The U.S. Exactly. dollar has ripped higher. I mean, that's a fear gauge too. When the U.S. dollar starts ripping higher, um, you often, you know, that, that, that's a gauge of fear as well. People fly to the U.S. dollar for safety. So there is a fear trade that's been happening here. I don't know if that continues. That's a little crowded too now. You know, and maybe that was coming off yesterday, at least, you know, when we saw, you know, the sell the growth names and then they were starting to buy the growth names. But it is a very tricky market to call day to day. Doug Castle says the market with no memory day to day. I mean, that's what we're in right now. This market, it changes its mind on a dime and the rotation changes its mind very quickly. It's a tricky market to trade. How about the open yesterday? Didn't it, you know, it looked like. We're, oh, oh, this is by the dip. Oh, this is by the dip. And then, oh, no, it wasn't. I mean, it, yeah, uh, the buyers did come in. I mean, it. What, what's nice about when the market does this and has pullbacks, I mean, no one likes to see their portfolio uh, have a haircut, but at least you got some reference points now, right? You, you got retracements, you got daily highs, you got closes, you got, you know, things that you can look at instead of like, you know, doing my levels, just putting question marks, you know, above right. things and basing it on the average daily ranges. I mean, so this is, you know, this is good. And now, and you know, now the follow through, I mean, everyone is primed here. Everyone was condemned, bought the dip yesterday. They're being rewarded today. Important to get some follow through. And then on the downside, did you miss the dip? Did you miss the ultimate bottom here at 42.24 and we're going to 4,400? So then you got the people that, gosh, oh, man, I should have been buying yesterday. So the rips down are not going to be like the, you know, the, the flushes that you had yesterday. So overall, I mean, not great, you know, performance by the market, but 
you know, at least it, you know, at least you have some things to lean on now and areas to look at. Uh, crude just goes red here. Uh, boy, unchanged. Not, I'm a little worried about that crude. I mean, after that down day yesterday, sometimes you get at least some kind of a rebound. And yes, the futures are leaking too. Did we have any 8:30 data there, Spencer, or are we just uh, talking I too mean, bearish? On we the had show? we had like building permits and housing yeah. starts. Do we? I don't know if we care about that. Speaking of, you know, who's having a good morning. AMC's having a good morning, almost at thirty six. Who said? Someone in the chat said we were we were bearish, uh, and I don't know. I mean, overall I mean, we were bearish, but I mean, bearish there, there was like four stocks we talked about yesterday that were potential buys. And well, Dennis, Nvidia, we got that one right. You that I was mean, you. We that hammered you. that one. Okay. I also there was a couple other stocks. Amazon fill in the I don't gap. Think I talked to Amazon yesterday. Yep, get down to thirty five hundred. Um, and then AMC, I mean, the thing, you know, whatever the fundamentals are in this thing, I don't know, but it well, did well, feel we know that the fundamentals. Gap. It's not $35 a share. <laughs> it's all matter of story. So again, we're going to get Nick on here in a second, but you know, there's fundamentals, value investing, and then there's story driven momentum trading. Those, you know, tend to go back and forth, even on individual stocks, but AMC is a pure storied stock. Story's going to get hot again. Story's going to go cold. You know, okay, we got, we're opening up some movie theaters in LA or something or something like that. I saw a headline well, they, go by. They, they bought the two historic theaters that had closed because of COVID and they just bought them. As, as, well, I mean, they have all this extra money, right? So right. they're paying off exactly. Debt what else expanding. are they supposed to do with it? Yeah, they were the movie theater company. They're right. more movie theaters. So it's, it, it, it's, it's a stock rebounded nicely. It had a little cut through. It basically held the lows, the 32.14, 31.15, buck yep. through it. It kind of held on. It held above 30, and that was critical. So that's good news. That's good news so far. Am I coming in here and putting all my money in AMC? No, because I don't know when fundamentals catch up with it. So it's going to have story. It's going to have pops. It's going to have rallies. I'm still going to say a year from now, I think when I look at AMC, I think it's significantly lower. I don't know the path for it to get there, though. So that's why I'm out. But I would have thought GME would have came in by now too, and GME has held a bluff. So these two stocks are, are they're, st they're so storied, they're so carried by social media that that can last a long time. And you know, this social media trading is still relatively early. It's not decades of experience. You know, it's a few years where social media can, you know, obviously very much influence the stock price and take you away from any type of fundamental analysis. Let's bring on Nick though. Let's talk. Let's talk with Nick here. Nick, Nick, just real quick before that, this AMC, you have a different complexion here in the stock though, because you got uh, the forty to seventy holders, right? And you were you were rewarded. I mean, that's a daily man. That was one day, and then the next day down. But now, if this gets back to fifty, I, oh no, wait. If this gets back to forty, I'm getting out. And for sure, if it gets to fifty, I'm getting out. So you got that overhead supply. Yeah, overhead supply. I should have put the date on that one there. Uh, S&P is just a slow leak here. Nothing to get alarmed about. Uh, still up nearly 18 handles at 42.69 and a quarter. Nick said in the private chat, uh, wait, what did you say? He goes, oh, man, we have never disagreed this much before. Well, let's come on in. Let's go. Nick, you uh, no, I'm going to take a break. <laughs> That's okay. We like disagreement. I actually said, what the f when you guys were talking? I couldn't about what? What I, about I don't know, what? A, whole, a whole bunch of stuff. Okay, right. Uh, tell tell so, us, please. So the first one was, tired of getting left behind on winning trades? Join Benzinga's free masterclass on July 24th to learn how to spot breakout trades before they skyrocket. Featuring live interactive lessons on how to trade meme stocks, read charts, 
identify trends, and so much more. To register for free, go to events.benzinga.com. The fact that vaccination is a political thing, like if I said I didn't get vaccinated, you're caling me, a, making me a political I, I, statement? I think we did. That was the chat. Are you listening to what we're saying, Nick, or are you looking at the chat? I think you can commonly interchange the term as political thing and social thing. It's a social thing, but they're using it. It's not a social thing. It's, semant- it's semantics. It's, it, it, no, it, 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 I don't buy first generation software. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. I don't buy first-generation software. I'm not going to put a vaccine that was rushed. That's your, by, that's your right. Five we gave you that right. I don't okay. think. Okay. Five so yeah, I'm going to get upset here, Nick, because we did not say that. You did. We, said, we specifically no, no, no. said you, you're, you, were, uh, you have your own right. You said we're not going to get political when you said we're not oh, going to talk about right. vaccine. And Nick, I'm saying it's semantics. You're saying yeah. it's political, right. it's a social. It's a, but but the disagreement. The disagreement. The disagreement was on the tickers that you guys were talking about. So yesterday I had my biggest day of the year and I'll tell you why, because I listened to the memes that people were chasing in the stock market and I saw a lot of mistakes based on my own thesis. I traded my thesis and I was right on all counts. Oil was a fake rally because of Goldman Sachs rhetoric. The um, news desk came out with a note. Oh, it's going to 80. The trading desk traded that, that got to 80 and then suddenly they changed your mind and then it takes a dump. I shorted it when it got to 70, shorted the oil stocks, shorted the USO, one on all counts. Same with the banks, rallying on the back of yields. Yields going to the moon. No, they're not. They can't. The TLT will be bid forever for as long as the US bonds pay a yield like they do. And it's like a catch 22. The higher the yield goes, the bigger the bid for the TLT. So. I, show, I went along the TLT and shared it. Big, huge payout yesterday. Um, the, the whole notion of chasing the bank stocks based on the rising, oh, and I shorted all the banks. I shorted Bank of America once, uh, shorted Goldman Sachs like six times, and they were all winners. The last one I closed yesterday was a credit call spread at 380 for August. So if you use your logic, like the oil thing, logic says we're driving less. We're flying less. Those are facts. They're not my opinion. We're going to EVs. That's also a fact. All the car companies said that. We have more oil supply than we will ever need. And the price is going to go up. On what planet? So shorted my thesis. Big payout yesterday. The most important thing this week for us was watching the IWM. I was on vacation last week, but I still was looking at the price action. So this week, the focus is on the IWM. Last week, the focus was also on the IWM for exactly the opposite, because on a weekly basis, they had a breakout potential and they failed. So now I'm look, looking for the breakdown potential, and they're like teetering. So if today's rally fails, look for the, the IWM price action to gauge the markets. Well, that's that's sort of what, what, what we were saying. I, I don't understand why he was like saying, like, I, I don't understand... Okay, well, yeah, the red, those arguments. The, what were we saying that was so your, wrong your, and bad? Well, your golf, your conversation. I didn't say bad. The conversation this morning, I was listening to. Joe, you were for saying example, what the f were, okay. are we talking about? So the, I want to know the, what that pertained. That like, was what, for the political thing. That. that was for the political thing. That was but, one throwaway remark. Okay, holy okay. So are you going to let me? Are you going to let me explain, yeah, or yes, you're just going to interrupt? Yeah. Okay. So the political thing caused a reaction from me because I tied the two together. However you meant them, that's how they came out. Rewind it and you listen to it and you'll be, you'll be on the same page. The, the, the disagreement was the fact that 
there is a sense of like, what the hell's going on here? Uh, like Joel was talking about how oil is falling out of bed. It should. It doesn't belong. Nick, you've up been here. saying that since forty bucks, though. You've been no, no. Oil you're wrong. Since you're wrong. 40 bucks. Re- you're wrong. Rewind. I said fifty-two to fifty-five is the balance that works for OPEC. That was my price. I've been stuck on that price for more than a year, and I didn't short it. I said it belongs there, but I didn't short it until it hit seventy, and then I shorted it. I'm not an idiot. I'm not going to fight the meme. But when it gets to a level that's shortable, I stepped up to the plate and I put my money. I'm on record. It's not like I'm making the shit up. I'm telling you my thesis against the meme. And if you trade your own logic with the charts, you're going to beat the media. And that's what's going on. And you know what's the biggest threat? It's not the variant. It's not the Delta variant. It's the political um, hands at B that would lock or not lock. That's what broke the market, not the disease. Well, it's, it's the lockdown. Why, why would it, why is oil shortable at seventy? Uh, I think it's what you said, and 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 not not where you thought it was. Uh, you know, not at sixty or not at sixty-five. Well, when it started rallying, it broke out. Technically, I don't short breakouts. There was a there was a high that was beat, and then there's an extension that's a measured move from the breakout. So why would I want to argue with that? Let it run its course, and okay. when it hits the measured when it hits the measured move, I'll step in, and that's what I did. So it's plain simple. So when oil broke out of 67 or 68, that was a prior top that stood from a while back. I'd be a fool to short it. But then it had an extension above 70 and it started stalling. It had one last burst. I shorted that again. First, I shorted the CVX two or three times. I won. And then when it took the second burst, I shorted the USO. I, I sold the call spread at 51. It got into hot water for one day. I stood. I stood in it, and then it collapsed. Okay, so so going forward here, going going forward here, what you know that was all backward looking. But going forward, what are you looking at for oil? It has support through sixty two fifty. So if it falls to sixty two fifty ish, it's a viable dip. From the um, it has a big consolidation zone. It has a volume profile that has. A lot, a lot of action there. So below this week's low, or below 65, it has a lot of support from the price action. Price is truth. Opinion is out the door. I think it should be lower. I won't short it. I got my money. It's falling into support. I'm not going to argue with it. As far as the S&P, that's one red tick on a weekly basis we've had and yesterday's pain. And now suddenly wants, everybody wants to buy the dip. It's one red tick, people. One red tick. If you pull up a weekly chart, if you just revert to the mean, reverting to the mean is a 10% drop in the S&P, not the end of the world. In fact, if it drops 20%, it would still be in the hands of the bulls because it's still in an ascending channel. So we have to get perspective. And all these stocks that are hitting low, I totally agree with you on the um, whatever, the cruise line from a technical perspective. The, the stocks are falling into a strong base. But guess what? If the S&P corrects, everything is going to correct too. So Whatever your conviction is, I would knock it down because we don't know what we don't know. These have never happened before. Plus the reverse repo that's going on from the Fed, that's a QT, not QT type of a thing. You remember the not QE, QE? Well, this is a not QT, QT that they did. Not many people are talking about that. The reverse pawn shop they were running. So there's a lot of things going on that we need to not listen to the quote experts in the media, but they're because they're not experts. This stuff has never happened before. 
we're on a level field. You go out and do your homework and make your own opinion and train your own, trade your own uh, charts. I think we, I think we could agree about that. That we're in uncharted yeah. waters, right? As far as the macro situation, as far as everything, public health, macro. We've obviously never been here before, and yeah. that's but that, and that's why there's there's so much confusion because we nobody really we we basically intentionally threw ourselves into a economic recession and then intentionally drag ourselves out of it right I, yeah so, i disagree with uh, with uh, with the confusion part it's clear as day for me that um there's like what is it now i lost track seven trillion dollars in the economy from stimulus programs plus another 1.3 trillion this week that not many people are talking about the 300 dollars per child uh for six months and then a six months fifth for the rest $1,800 next year. That is another 1.26, I think, trillion dollars on a yearly basis. I read that it's 104 or 105 billion a month. That is an insane amount of money. You can't fight that. So everything is artificially high and it's going into a diminishing return. When all this tailwind disappears, there's going to be a void of push from behind. What's going to happen to the equities? We don't know when that will happen. No, right. we do know when that will happen. It's abating. Nothing extra is coming. All the programs are out there, and Wall Street prices everything forward, right? So we know the taper is coming. It's a matter of when. Wall Street looks out to ahead and decides what they want to do. We know that all the stimulus is gone. This, I think, is the last one, plus the whatever they're arguing over as far as fiscal spending, 1.2, whatever they can't pass. So we will have a few. We have a deal headlines coming. And then what? So eventually, they can't spend more than ten trillion, could they? I mean, where the fudge is the money coming from? Who's going to pay for the this? other money to spend, Nick? I what? mean, they seem to manufacture. I mean, they yeah, print it. Comes, it. From, comes from here. They just print yeah. it. They don't need to worry about where it comes from. They I like Spencer. It. It's come from here. Yeah, it's, you just it's, print it, man. Just go. Uh, yeah. Just get yeah. some new wings. You can't. You can't it. defy. You can't defy the laws of physics. That bullshit is going to end. Right. There is no way. There is no way. So right. anyway, so you're bearish. I am not. I was. I was very short, but I still took longs. Uh, hey, see how I trade my. I took long in oil stocks yesterday. Okay, so I'm not like a poo poo oil all the way. I saw a good level. I took a bet on it. All right. So it's it's just I'm trading what I'm seeing. The the only truth. The charts. So. If a stock hits, like yesterday, I said, okay, Uber looks good here based on one of the tools that you guys bring upon, the market st structure edge. So I have a little filter looking for oversold things that have bottomed from a sentiment perspective. Like, okay, this popped up. Ooh, I like this company. I went to the chart. It looks like it hit a bottom. So I went long with a tight stop. If that bottom fails, I'm wrong. I get out. If not, I catch a swing up. So. Use the charts, use logic, use fundamentals, combine everything. You make the fewer amount of mistakes. Follow the headlines, follow the fear, variant this and variant that. And then you're going to make mistakes based on emotions. The, the Delta variant is not the problem. It's what we do with it. If we lock down again, that's a I huge I think it's drama. pretty pretty much people have come to the conclusion that we're not that people are not going to do that. That that's well, not, you know, that's, I don't that, to me, the general consensus is. is they that, can't afford it. There is no way they can shut us down. We have no more money to reflate the economy. We're done. We, We're we, done. That's it. We're we, we blew our wad. No, we can't shut down because we can't reflate. So we don't have a choice. Even well, if we get something like Ebola, so we can't why, shut down. Why, why can't the Fed just print more money again? I mean, we, we went from, you know, wherever the deficit is of $28 trillion. I mean, what, what's the matter at this trillion. point in time? 
Why? why yeah. I, I why can't we go to a hundred trillion? I mean, seriously, no, it's a serious no, question. Uh, I I don't think they can do it. My opinion is they can't do it. That's my opinion. I will trade it. I will trade my opinion that we won't lock down, which means I will buy the dip. I don't think that, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that's that hot of a take that we're not going to lock down. I think I mean we all yeah. generally kind of agree. That would be that would be the. That, I think we, a lot of people would be what? surprised if we locked down that. LA, lo- Los Angeles locked down. I, I, maybe pockets here and there, but like I think most people would be surprised if we redid Australia locked down. Okay, I'm 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 still I, I still maintain that's not that hot of a take. Nick Nick Shaheen is uh, the author of mm-hmm. Creating Income with Option Spreads. You can find his newsletter. Get access to actionable news and market research with all the information you need to invest smarter and profit faster. Start your free trial today at pro.benzinga.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.